Hello, everybody. Hi, I'm Dante. Fritz here. Samuel. And we are... Houston's Average! Average. This is episode six. Last episode was me, Samuel, just rambling. Uh, the episode before that was Fritz and I, and the one before that was a couple weeks, a week and a half, weeks, two weeks ago. Not long ago. Yeah, we went a long time without posting. Um, today we're drinking pear cider. It's pretty good. It's yummy. Had it first in London. Good shit. Cider's big over there. Cool. <laughs> I'm excited to film this later this week. Um, this is, uh, yeah, Spices Up is going to be fun. Uh, this is something else. But, oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to just start working on something. Yeah, we're filming a short later this week called Spice It Up that Dante wrote. Hopefully it goes well and we can expand. But if not, it's back to the drawing board. We first got the idea at Pico's? Yeah. Your birthday day. dinner. Yeah, my birthday dinner. 11 months ago. No, they served oh us my. like... God. I ordered a Caesar salad, and on my plate were about three lettuce leaves, um, big lettuce leaves, and stripped, like, one strip of carne asada in each leaf. God. And I was amazed, honestly. Um, Caesar salad. And it inspired me to create a food... Food show. Did you write? Did you finish the script completely? It's been finished for a long time. Oh, okay. Actually. I always thought there was only like a page or two. That's all it takes. Okay. Or it's like three pages. Yeah, something like that. I skimmed through it. I didn't fully read it yet. Yeah. I have not read it either. I'm trying to find ways to... Well, the difficult thing is because I want more of Fritz in the show but as an establishing like pilot it has to be like the two main characters and then we could like further invest in in fritz's character arc as the cameraman but um yeah we'll see how it goes i mean if it doesn't work out then i could try to rewrite it with it being fritz and i as the hosts um but the dynamic would be different, so we just have to figure it out. I'm excited to just like put it yeah. on its feet, finally. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm also excited just to like brainstorm like different locales we can go to and stuff. Yeah, the possibilities we we have such like a wide range. Yeah. With this concept that. For real. Yeah, it'll be fun. Especially here in Houston, there's so many different like restaurants and stuff we can go to. Oh yeah. <laughs> different places. Oh man. I guess my thing. I almost dropped out because I get camera shy, really bad. I just get really self-conscious, and I don't know. I think it's funnier. It's funnier when we're just doing it right there, then and there. I just don't do well with acting. That's why I was iffy about it and in and out. But I guess we're about to do it. We're about to try it. About to do it. What's well, also the status of her coffee shop? Oh, that died. It's not completely dead. It's it's um, but it's not going to be anything near the direction we were aiming for as far as a short gotcha it's um after i, I watched it all and or skimmed through it skimmed through the footage <clears throat> i thought i could um just play with the edit and make it kind of more experimental but i just i haven't 
I haven't touched it since February, March. More gotcha. like early February. More experimental like the um, the other ideas you were talking to me about, the like really shorts. Mm. The ones you were showing me music for the other day in the car. Last week? I think, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, we were picking up Dante. That one day. But yeah, that was last Monday. Um, no, I think it's more of like, maybe, maybe something like that. I don't really know. Because I played with the idea in February and then haven't touched it since and haven't really picked it up yet. Gotcha. Um, partially, a lot of that has to do with, because I don't have a computer to edit on. But I can, I, I'm going to get a place here in Houston where I can sit down and edit. So that would be fun. What do you mean get a place? Yeah. Uh, there's a Houston Center for Photography. You can become a member for $25 a month. I could use their digital darkroom, which includes the Adobe programs. Oh, wow. wow. Access to all of that? So. Yeah. That's awesome. So I'll be using that for my photos and for video. That's really cool. $20 yeah. a month, you said? 25 Good. So you do it for the I summer, think, or are you? Like, yeah, just for the work. summer, then. Yeah. Month by month That's membership. Legit. Yeah. Because up there I have the the labs at school. Right. Where is that here in Houston? That is right next to Manil parking lot. Oh damn! So mm -hmm. literally right right by here. Mm -hmm. Dang, that's legit. I've never been inside. No, never. Yeah. When I told the, one of my photo teachers or a different teacher at Pratt asked me if I'd been there, and I was like, no. And they're like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Like it's right there. I thought you had, and you asked for like a job or something, or like you were considering working there. There was an internship unpaid. Unpaid. So. Unpaid. Unfucking <laughs> um, paid. Gosh, man. That's what I hate about acting is mostly internships. For you real. have to pay. Yeah, man. For God. Where a lot of my other like, art colleagues, they get paid to you know do some graphic design work at this studio here and there. So many opportunities where they benefit in the end more than just the networking more than just yeah dude so that's why we're making our own internships yeah we're trying to do our own produce our own stuff I had a script I was working on forever ago that has you and me in it oh. but I don't know how realistic it is to film it because it's like a western oh mm -hmm. I had like nine pages I don't know if I sent it maybe I did I'm actually working on like a really big so I have the Spice It Up script, I'm working on this script, but this is a stage okay. script. Um, and then I'm working on a project right now that I'd like for you to take a look at. It's kind of like our style. It's more, it's like a sci-fi fantasy kind of thing. Oh shit. Um, and I am like working on all the characters right now, doing yes, a lot of like dude. character development. Hell yeah. And I kind of have a story for it, mm -hmm. like, or a starting story. But yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a big thing. Like I want to make a universe. Yeah. You know? Dude, yes, I definitely want to look at that. I have something similar I'm working on, um, kind of like an anime style thing mm -hmm. that I've been building, and I've also been like working on characters and stuff. Um, yeah, I'm I just I'm just so interested in like the idea of molding fantasy and sci-fi, and yes, or like breaking the genre barriers. Yeah, totally. Um, I've been totally. I've read Saga the. Uh, comic series if you haven't read it it's amazing amazing graphic novel um, but that's just a good representation of just the idea of like at its base form like mixing swords and guns you know just that idea uh, and I just want to play so with awesome. that I need to see if Saga's on this app oh it's so good I did no, think you sent that western you were talking about was that the I... Japanese western no. I feel like I feel oh, like you sent it a long yeah, time ago I sent ago. it mad long ago mm -hmm. you did like second year I it, had, it had very little. Yeah, there's like 
eight pages, nine pages, maybe. Mm-hmm. And it was like the opening scenes or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember it. It was like yeah. action, action. Yeah, opening. it was like action, was western cool. movie. I was really into westerns it's... at the time, but I really want to pursue it because I really like the idea. I mean, I there's not like a solid plot at all. Like I don't really have a story, but I have the characters. Um, so yeah, that's usually what I do is I come up with characters and then I try to yeah. like come up with a story around them. Yeah, which. Hard. I'm having trouble coming up with these character back because I'm going like in real detail. Yeah. Of like each character and. Yeah, man. It's hard. I almost brought my like notebook where I have a bunch of my ideas in. I should have brought it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, I've been struggling. I took a lot of like examples from pictures and stuff. Like actually, I found this really cool artist. I think you would really like where they take Pokemon and then they turn them into like anime characters. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah. That's cool. It's on Tamian Art, whatever it's called. Tammy and art um some kind of like art website where you post your art um but yeah it's really cool and so a bunch of those i base like some of the character ideas off of and then i have like a loose outline for the beginning of the story and like where i want the story to go but i'm also so interested in just like like our risk game like how we just came up right, with like yeah. many backstories and so like, easily it's so easy we literally just play and it like creates a story for us i know I know, but then once That's you like, so cool. but yeah, once you sit out, down, like, man, uh, gosh, I know, I know, it's so in depth. See, I feel like that's where we're different, as in like it's like y'all two or as actors. Maybe maybe it's because y'all are actors, y'all are more into that stuff of like creating something yeah. from scratch. Maybe maybe it's not. Maybe it's just personality types. But I'm that stuff draws it pushes me back because I like things in the real world that maybe that's because I'm a photographer and I like to take pictures right. of things that already are yeah definitely I mean yeah I feel like and being an actor is part of that but I also feel like it was just like my childhood I was always into like that I would kind of always thing want like, to create stuff yeah like create different worlds and stuff like there are pictures of me as like a six or seven year old boy um and I had laid out all of my toys and they were in this like large war battle scene and there's like multiple pictures of like That's what's going badass. on here and stuff i've always loved yeah like yeah me and winch would do that with like legos and uh playmobile and stuff yeah oh man playmobile i still love toys so me too like, dude god they're fun toys. i always think about like a toy from my child and be like where is that and then my mom put it in storage and i'm like fuck yeah. i want to play with that again and i think it's interesting because at least in most of my acting classes we invest so much of our time in like interactions that would happen in the real world or on earth and yeah. you know it just gets old you i definitely think, feel that dude yeah okay they're gonna what jenny is doesn't like john because john has hooked up with his girl yeah oh no i don't know it's i just want something bigger than yeah. earth totally like dude our reality i totally feel that because all the plays we've done, I feel like the Shakespeare was the one. Well, I guess that's not true. I guess P.E. That one was kind of out there. But even still, like pretty much all the characters were like rooted in. Because I mean, that was the whole idea behind the premise. P.E. is like performance ensemble and we wrote our own show. And like mm. the idea is to come up with characters, but to like be able to have them in the real world and people wouldn't be like, that's obviously mm. like somebody who's not real. Like yeah. that's a fake thing. So they were based in reality. So I feel like in a way, the Shakespeare show was like the most like not of this world just because it's like the past and it's heightened um but otherwise and now these shows that are coming well i mean the show that we're about to do vinegar tom is about witches so and i I love natural realism i I love like 
it's good to watch. It's good to laugh at. Definitely. But I, from my own mind, like yeah. when I want to create something, it's got to be bigger than that. Me too, man. Me too. I'll get restless if it's just. I love creating hey, like. Hey. Yeah. Right. <laughs> What's up? How you doing? Hey. I Gosh. You. I love creating like just worlds, like new characters. Yeah, that's what I'm working. It's a big project that I'm working on right now. Yeah. I just want to see it. And, and like, I just haven't been using my resources to their, like, greatest abilities. I mean, I go to a school where animation is the biggest thing. Yeah. And I could have easily, like, my first year been like, hey, you want to work on a project together where you right. make a cartoon of my ideas and we collaborate on yeah, something? Dude. Especially with the animation program there. It's, it's huge. So it's huge. So, yeah, I really, I'm getting restless. I feel you. I mean, if you want, I also have a friend here uh, named Adrian who does animation. He actually, he just won, oh, fuck, I can't remember what. He won an award? Yeah, he won some award. And then he got to like show it in, he won it in LA, I think. And then he got to show it in New York. He got like a showing there for winning the award. If I can animated, I don't know if it was a feature length. Might've been a short, I'm not sure Still. exactly. But yeah, he's really good at animation. That's who That's I'm cool. trying, to, who I want to like collaborate with to, once this idea becomes more of something to like flesh it out. Which one? The one I'm working on of like the animated characters and stuff. Oh. Yeah, Even if it's just like the characters, like I don't yeah, know, yeah, 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 just something. Because it's to it, start. I think it's it's important to start with a like a an individual. And yeah, then putting right? a, That individual in a list of circumstances. Yeah, dude, like, totally. Yeah, it's important to go there. Are you talking about characters? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I feel like in real life that kind of thing works for me as a if, if I'm your character. I like to like just start things and then figure out how it works. Kind of way I started this cuz like feeling restless of something big that I was dealing with and yeah. still kind of am but recently not. But then I just started this thing one night and then I texted y'all and I was like we're doing a podcast. <laughs> just cuz it's having something to start with makes it easier to continue. And like yesterday I just started I started a project, a photography project yesterday morning in the Heights. Just pulled over and took some pictures just to start. Just feels good to start something. And I love like spearheading things and assigning, not assigning people to certain things, but watching people start their own things and then see how that plays out. So like in my head, this is a project I spearheaded and my photography project is obviously a project I spearheaded, but also in my head, spice it up is something you're spearheading. Mm -hmm. And then the Western is something you've got going on. Yeah. And I think it works, in my opinion, it works better that way when someone is the defined leader of something, because then we can follow that person's vision instead of trying to yeah. put everyone's vision together. In a microwave yeah. and have it melt together. We were talking about this the other day about how um, the button idea just fell apart because mm -hmm. we just had so many different ideas. And it wasn't even the fact that like nobody was trying to get on each other's toes. Yeah, nobody no, was trying not to lead. It was just... It was too much. It was, it was a lot. Too many mouths. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't annoying. Yeah. It wasn't like the too many chiefs and not enough yeah. Indian. It was just like there was no way that we could get one word on the page from listening to everybody's background. Yeah. Yeah. Because once somebody had an idea, that idea would spark a bunch of different ideas yeah. and a bunch of different people. And then we would constantly just go through all the ideas. Yeah. And yeah, it's just tough. It's tough. Man, creating something from scratch. So hard. I do want to reuse the button at some point. At least like the idea of it. I feel like there is something there. It's interesting. It is an interesting idea. We also got to revisit our supervillains. 
with Christian? I guess. I, I mean, want to, man. Really. I want to. I really do. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you these characters because it's kind of on that Word. path. I think you'd really like it. Yeah, dude, definitely, definitely see really it. Cool. And I would need some help here and there, but just with ideas and stuff. Yeah, I also need some brainstorm ideas because I feel like I'm at a block for this one. I feel like I have a certain segment like done, and then I don't know what to go, how to go from there, like what to do. For me, it's just like specific words. Like I'll start writing something, and then one word is really off. Yeah. And I'll spend like ten minutes thinking about a different word to use, and then that just fucks up the rest of the idea, and then I yeah. get mad and the like, flow of it. fuck this, I'm done with the whole project. Yeah, man. Thrown into this because of this one word. I know that feeling. That doesn't work in the entire scheme of things. Yeah. God. How does that work for y'all with starting starting new scripts or projects? Do you start on paper or with movement or what? Is it a physical action? I feel like I start mentally. Like, this whole idea of the anime that I'm trying to build basically came from just, like, pretty much I was just like, what if I was, like, I'm trying to think which. Oh, it started from Hunter x Hunter when I was really into Hunter x Hunter, which is an anime. Mm -hmm. Um I was like, what if I was in this world? Like, how, how would I be? Like, how would I fit into this world? And then I started coming up with an idea, and then it just kind of went from there. Like, I had an idea for a character, and then I just kind of, like, broke it off from there. And then after that, it was mostly just, like, taking inspiration from real life. It's been different. All of my projects, the Spice It Up was from an actual event that I figured I could blow up. Um, the characters i just really like creating think like online because it, it i just like creating characters and people so that just stemmed from my love of creating that and then um this the one that i'm working on now the stage piece it was a mental it was a thought that i had um so yeah it's, it's been different there's no like one way to go into it at yeah. least for me totally and I, um, I was having trouble with, I think it was this one, um, and I asked one of my professors, she, um, she just won an Obie for one of her plays that she performed in like Paris or something, and I was oh, like, wow. you know what, any advice, <laughs> any advice for an inspiring writer, <laughs> you know, that classic question, and, yeah. uh, and she was like, just know that, you know, your first draft is never ever ever gonna be good and to just know that you're gonna have to rewrite and there's never gonna be like the perfect sentence that comes out immediately Word. and that has been keeping me going just the idea of like you know I have I have the ability to go back over this and yeah look over what I'm writing change it yeah totally I feel like yeah with this I got to a certain point and I was stuck and then I just like stopped and then I went back and I was like why did I stop because I was stuck and then I realized that it I just needed to like shift the idea yeah. a little bit. And, yeah. Like, I shifted it completely. Um, <clears throat> I mean, not completely, but it's still basically the same idea. But I, I did a big shift in it, which sparked a lot. And I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's always a good way to look at it. Is it's never, it's never finished. Yeah. There's always something, especially when you're stuck. I feel like when it's good for me, whenever I get stuck, to just think like, well, clearly there's a reason why I'm stuck. Something yeah. here isn't right. So there's something Or there's something good. Or there's, there's like a yeah, diamond something there. that I'm like about to hit. Yeah, yeah. Totally. I felt that recently. It's like I would I would write one of the characters. I just got full. I was like really pissed about this character. 
Um, and I stopped and I was like, okay, so this part doesn't work. Why doesn't it work? And I ended up deleting like all that I had wrote about him. Yeah. And then rewrote it and it was just like connections. It was like perfect symmetry. Everything Word. was just coming together because like I took a step back and was like, okay, there's obviously something good here. That's why I'm frustrated. Yeah. And it just came. It's like patience. Yeah, patience. for real. Do you do better on paper or on your computer? On my computer. So definitely. It feels more like my hands are doing more. Writing, I feel like it just gets stunted for me. Yeah. It's like just in that book. I don't know. I feel like like most of the stuff that I have for mine is on paper. And I feel like it's always yeah. been on paper. Yeah. Um, and like I really like it on paper. But... I guess I do prefer paper. I mean, I don't have like mm-hmm. anything against computer, and I feel like I like computer better in a way, just because I feel like it's so much easier to find inspiration there. Like you have the whole internet basically mm-hmm. there, so like there's so much inspiration you can just kind of stumble into. But there's something about like just putting it down on paper that I really like. Yeah, just for, like having for it. For me, it was it was paper because I tried computer for a while and it just wasn't working for me. I, yeah, I felt like the backspace was too easy to press, whereas with paper I could like really flesh out ideas. And if they were bad, I could just start over and just rephrase everything that's above. Yeah. Towards the end of the year, I would do assignments starting on paper and then move to computer. Mm, oh, wow. Word. Writing is more for me, like, from my mind. And I think, like, typing stuff out is more for, like, my project. Yeah. Because I, I, I have, like, a very weird, intimate relationship with writing um, that I just don't see it going anywhere further than the page that I'm on. Yeah. As opposed to... Laptop, it's official, it's professional. Word. From my mind. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Because <clears throat> you're, like, really have every letter that you write out, your mind is like, okay, and that's how that goes, and your mind has, like, its yeah. own opinions about how you wrote what you wrote and what you're writing, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. There's more, more reflection, much more reflection there. I can definitely see that. I feel like most of my ideas start off on paper, and then I always transition it onto... Mm-hmm computer a lot of my photography projects start by reflection because I, I just shoot a lot and then later go back to the computer and look at what i've shot and then start to see common themes and then piece things together right yeah how does that really work like when you do projects like do you do a lot of themes within your projects um or like is that like do you have to keep that in mind usually like when you kind of so like i guess this year i was shooting there was one weekend i had to shoot for like four projects three for class and one for the school newspaper and the three of them for class were all stuff I had to come up with on my own and the one for the school newspaper was something that was like assigned to me mm-hmm. but it wasn't it didn't work out very well because I was having to like change my headspace for all the time yeah like so just... it worked yeah I had to like just switch from like okay I'm shooting I'm doing this project about consumerism because it's a thing I care about. I'm trying to visualize it, but it's not really working. So I had like that insecurity going on while also trying to shoot more for a project I was doing on the Manhattan and Brooklyn Bridge while also trying to shoot something for my lighting class while also trying to shoot a portrait that had to do with community mm. for the paper. So it was like that doesn't work out too well. It works better when I just shoot a lot and then go back and see what's going on. And oftentimes the themes, they'll show up in, in different projects, yeah. more more or less. Like There was one image I took for the bridge project that I ended up moving 
even though it was for the bridge project, I ended up moving and using for the consumerism project because mm-hmm. it was in the headspace of consumerism while being part of the bridge. Gotcha. But um, I guess this year I challenged... I always think about consumerism, but I don't really know how to deal with it or how to solve it, so I felt insecure about doing a project on it. Yeah. But I did a project on it anyway, which I thought was... It worked, I guess, but it's something I'm continuing to shoot and continuing to deal with and find solutions for. But it's it's really a lot of like review of what I've been shooting and or I'll write about the things I care about in my journal and then figure out from there. Do you ever worry that um, pictures you've taken have already been taken? Well, I know they've been taken. Does that a worry? Is that a worry for you? Sometimes, but not, not really all the time. Because like that, that is a common, I think it's a common question or thing that comes up in photography is that anyone could take that picture. But if you actually like, if you're actually in photography, know, know about photography, then you realize that's not necessarily true. Because anyone could technically take the picture, but not everyone can take it with the same mental capacity you have when making pictures. Do you see a lot of mental capacity in your peers' photography as opposed to like an Instagram shot? And what is what does that look like? Um, so for my peers... They're all shit. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> I love... The, the program is great, but sometimes some of my peers, it, like, it really looks like Okay, then like the people Tumblr. that you look up to, I mean. People I look up to... Yeah. I feel like they work in a high, a high clarity mental place. Maybe not high clarity, but high functioning. Is that something you could see in the photos, or is that just like um, theory, or like, you know, like um, where you think their mind was? You know, I think it's. I can see it visually in their photos. And that makes me confident that that's where that's also where their mind was, because they take it, they take the job seriously. Mm-hmm. What does it look like? Or I mean, I'm sure it looks different for each photograph. But is there a through? Is there like a kind of a tag for a professional photographer to represent that mental capacity, or does everyone have their own? kind of way of showing I think everyone has their own but the specific genre I'm into which is like straight documentary kind of mm-hmm. photography it's a very raw almost unemotional very take it or leave it kind mm-hmm. of feeling pretty uncanny it's just not like it's not something created it's something taken and something made uh, but there are, like, at my school, there's a lot of photographers who like to make things in the studio, mm-hmm. which I struggle with more. Like, that's why I was asking you guys, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. making things, or that that's why I thought the divide was between us. Just because making things, I don't know, it's, I think it's cool. I can appreciate something that's made well. I just can't seem to bring myself to make something or to fabricate something. Because I, like, I, I guess I just think... Real life things can be overlooked, and I just like to explore those things. That's cool. And I, I think the photographers I look up to, they are also interested 
in that common idea. Have there been any professional photographers that um, that make things? Have, are there any of those that you look up to? There are a couple. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I feel like honestly, women are better at making things. <laughs> like not because I'm only thinking of one photographer that I I really like her work, but it's not like documentary work. Because the guys that I see make things, I don't know. So the female photographers <laughs> that you have seen make things better. Okay. Uh-huh. That's a better way to put that. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, that's cool. Um, yeah, I've always been interested in uh, the idea of what can be done with photography. Um, I mean, I like, you know, representing the natural world through photography, but I like the idea of... I just like the idea of challenging our own... Um, devices, I guess there's a better word for that, but, and not necessarily even challenging, but like seeing what could be done around that, um, in terms of photography that I've always liked in film, as opposed to, I mean, but there's something different with film. I, I do like documentaries, I think more than I like, no, no, there are some good films out there. I was about to say, I, I like documentaries more than I like films, but mm-hmm. I've I've learned I've learned an insane amount more with documentaries, and I appreciate yeah. that knowledge that I've gained from documentaries. Yeah. But I like the ride that I go on more with films. I feel you, man. I've really gotten much more interested in documentaries over like I feel like since college, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Documentaries yeah. just interest me. Even short ones, like even Vice's like YouTube document, like <laughs> mini documentaries about stuff, is so interesting. That's why, like, when you brought up like like war photography and stuff like combat photography and stuff like that i feel like that's just so like raw have you guys seen hearts and minds no it's a vietnam you you've definitely told us about it that's a that's a great documentary it really shows like america damn i'll have to watch it what what the deal is because i'm just watching a vietnam documentary on netflix called brothers in war or something Hearts and Minds really is the best okay. yeah. freaking documentary to watch for. Dope. I would definitely watch it. An idea of what was going on in Vietnam. Yeah. Jeez, man. I love documentaries like that. Yeah. And, like, just documentaries made now. I watched this documentary on Netflix also called, um, oh, damn, I can't remember the name. Oh, I watched the first episode of Rapture, too. Oh, yeah? How'd you like pretty it? Good. Um, right. Logic. Oh, nice. Okay. It was pretty yeah, good. I really want to start watching it. I'm finishing Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. oh, it's so good, dude. So late to I'm the on, game. I know, I know. I'm on the <laughs> so last two episodes, dude. Oh, and the shit that good, just yeah. went down. I'm yeah. like, what? Yeah. Wait. Okay. So what's going on with um, his partner? With I don't know his name. Jesse. Yes. Okay. Spoilers for anybody who just skip ahead or whatever. But oh, that's like really late to the game. Actually, yeah. Super five late. years. Five years. But <laughs> actually, more. I have a question about that. So in one of the episodes when Jesse. Remember. When Jesse was about to, like, he was about to get in the van to, like, get a whole new life, and he was waiting. And then he, like, is going through his pockets, and he pulls out the cigarettes, and then he, like, remembers or realizes that Walt poisoned that little kid, Brock. Yeah, Rice. How did he, like, like, what happened in that moment? I feel like I missed something there. How did he Because, like, that? how did he just, like, I just feel like he all of a sudden, like, put that together, and I feel like I missed the link. Oh, he didn't know? I don't, initially, when no, he was initially poisoned, he had a feeling that it was Walt, but then Walt like convinced him that it was Frank who did it. But then at that moment, he like went back on that kind of. He was like, "Wait, no, it was oh, man, I don't Saul know. and Walt." 
I'm sure there's a clear maybe, answer for that. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, that was only one like one moment. That was like the yeah. one moment that I was confused by. But right now, Jesse. Yeah, where's Jesse right now? All right, oh, dude. The shit that just happened. Is oh he God. underground? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. The shit that just, just happened is they met up in the desert, bro. <laughs> yeah. And fucking Hank, man. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Dude. That shit was yes. insane. And then yeah. the the real shit that just happened was Walt went back to his family and he was like, "We gotta go. We gotta go." And they were and she pulled a knife on him. Yeah. And he was like, "We're family. We're family." And he like his whole like world just fell apart in yeah. that moment. Dude. Yeah. That was so good. And then when he called her and was like, irregardless of family, you don't cross me. I was just like, oh my God, dude. Walt. You're going to love the end. I'm so excited, I remember excited, just man. sitting there watching that last episode, the last like five minutes of Breaking Bad being like, wow. That's God, a man. good way to end that. God, I'm that so excited, fun. man. Also, just because one of the things that I love about that show is just like the character progression in that. Yeah. is just insane yeah like just looking back at like who every single person on that show was at the beginning and who they are now yeah is mind-blowing to me and it, it's not like it's crazy like how did they get to this place i'm like i it makes sense like i can totally see mm -hmm. how you've gotten to this place mm -hmm, and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. god it's so far from how, how they were especially walt brian cranston i have such a much deeper respect for him now especially because i met him in london dude and now That's i'm like crazy. fuck i wish i could have like been like Breaking Bad, man. What like? No, I'm what sure was that? Every, I'm, yeah, I'm sure every fucking buddy does. Breaking and, Bad. Like, I really wouldn't want to do that, but I'd want to be like, just like, what did you do for that, man? Like, yeah. Like, what was your process for that? How did you like? That's such a big character, and you went so deep with that. Like, how just did that come about? I think his surroundings gave a lot of yeah. opportunity. You know what I, guess I mean? So, yeah. Like, I don't know necessarily if it was a lot of like inner. Yeah. I think. I, that's what I'm really excited about if I ever work on a TV set or a film set is the idea that like most of the time the production of the set really puts you in that place. Yeah, man. And you don't have to like project to yeah, audience, right? you know, you could really <laughs> just real. be like just be I there. think I think that really get, gives a lot of influence to. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, that's also made me really think especially watching that watching this I would love to do TV. I feel like okay. even more so than film. Like, mm. films are fun, but I feel like that TV, like, you really get the chance to just, like, dive grow. so deep in that character and, like, yeah. just grow as that character. That's so interesting to me. Mm -hmm. So interesting to me. <clears throat> I also really want to read his book now. That's what he <laughs> That's what he said when we met him. And we were like, if you had advice for an actor, what would it be? <laughs> he was like, read my book. And we were like, uh, no. I know, we were like, oh. And he was like, no. I, that's how we were. We were like, oh, ha, ha. And he was like, no, but seriously, but seriously. I <laughs> buy got, my book. Buy 99. I, no. I, I talk about it, about, like, <laughs> things I did as an actor, but also, like, in personal life, like, what I did to, like, just, like, organization and stuff like that for himself. Hmm. Um, he said he had a lot of insight in there. <laughs> we had the same reaction. We were like, oh, yeah. God, oh, buy your book. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> that's funny. He was also super in, like, I mean, it was, like, so late right after a show. And he was obviously in just, like, meeting people. And he was like, yeah. What hey. show was he doing? He was doing Network. Network. It was a movie, um, which I've never seen. My parents have seen it. Oh, they actually, they mentioned it during dinner the other night. Yeah. The, um, yeah. I, that. I saw the play version of it. Insane. That really? play was insane. It's about, he's, like, a news reporter who, I mean, the first thing about the set was it was the set was fucking mind blowing. You could spend like more money and you could sit on the stage. They had like a full restaurant on stage. Yeah, oh, so you can like sit and have God. dinner while Brian Cranston is like acting around you. No, I know, dude. I know. It was <laughs> so funny. There was like a full bar and shit. 
wow. insane for just like the rich people to just sit up yeah, there and be yeah, like, yeah. I'm with the actors. Yeah. It was just killing me, man. No, that's really cool. But the set was gorgeous. Like they had a full working restaurant as well as like a newscaster room as well as like the back room with all the tech all mm-hmm. on the stage. It was insane. But also the play, it's about like a newscaster who kind of just gives up on life and he's like, I'm going to kill myself on air. And then they're like, pull him off, pull him off. No, no, cut it, cut yeah. it, cut it. And then he gets pulled off and he's like, fuck my life. But then he like gets an opportunity from the higher ups because people love that, that he was about to just like kill himself on air. And he was basically <laughs> like, life is meaningless. This mm-hmm. is all stupid, blah, blah, blah. They love that. So then they gave him a show. There was basically him to like rant. Um, it was kind of just like a thing where he could be like, that's like uh, the third or fourth episode of Black Mirror. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Which one? The five million step or five million coins, whatever, where they're in that utopian society where they have to pedal. To yes. Like yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. Like it that. is uh-huh. just like that. It's a lot like that. It's a lot like that. <clears throat> I thought yeah, of that afterwards. Probably came first though. Um, I think so. I think so. It also made me think of. Uh, made me think of something else. Can't remember now. Can't remember now. That's cool. But yeah, it was interesting to play. Super interesting to play. I want to see the movie. Can we um, bring up or talk about the other day when Fritz and I recorded? Is that alright with you? If we talk about that on this? Yeah. Cool. Um, so yeah, I guess I was under the impression you just like weren't in. And I didn't. But what gave you that impression? Because when we met with you and Kristen, um, you said you told you told us that you told Kristen that the first thing you were to say was that it was stupid and it was dumb. No, but that was a joke. When I was talking to Kristen. No, you told us that you told Kristen that the first thing you're going to say on here was that it was. Oh. Stupid. Yeah, I mean, okay. Well, if we're taking all that we say, like, actually, then yes. I said it was dumb, but other than that moment, I didn't say that it was dumb. And I did say twice, because we had two conversations about it, one with Kristen and one without. And I said that I was down to do it, like I'll do it, like if not two times in both interactions. So that's the confusion. Oh. I thought we only talked about it with Kristen. No, we talked about it. We talked about it, us three, and then also Fritz and I talked about Y'all doing your duo. Yeah, I remember that conversation. Don't remember when it was, though. And so it felt like that whole interaction without um, texting in the group chat was to get back at me for thinking that this was dumb. I don't necessarily think from you. I think you're just along for the ride. It's more for Sam. That's not what I intended at all, honestly. I think it was a spite. And that's what really set me off. Yeah. I mean, it kind of was. I know it was. <laughs> yeah. I was like, if she doesn't want to be part of it, then right. the show must go on. Mm. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, and that's... It felt like... Um, felt like I was in a scenario where some of my closest friends were beating around the bush with me and being fake with me. And I don't need that because I get enough of that everywhere else. 
Yeah. And it also made me think about our last conversations with how uh, in front of the rest of our friends, you you were like, you know, I'm always coming after you. And because I've been thinking about that a lot. And even like at the beginning of the summer, I was like, okay, I'm going to really pay attention to see like where it is, like what am I doing that is making Sam uncomfortable? And I've noticed that I, 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 uh, this is my interpretation. I feel like... Um, it's just a combination of insecurity on both ends, but I've noticed it more on your end, the idea of insecurity and it, I get the backlash because I'm going to say how I feel about things and I'm going to say like my opinions on things. Uh, the biggest, uh, set off was when we were in urban outfitters and Fritz was asking those questions and like, you would say your answer, like four, five, six times, making sure Fritz, making sure I heard, like, this is how I feel about this. This is my opinion. And me being like, oh, shit. Okay. It's all right. Calm down. <laughs> and so I don't necessarily think it's me coming after you. I think I think that was maybe subconsciously, like, in a way, a way to step away from yourself. Yeah, maybe. I don't really have an answer for that or no but yeah I think that um, the idea of power and control are big topics for the both of us um, but it's it like seeps in our friendship and mm -hmm. that's not a friend to me that's I don't want I don't need to compete for right. anything right and I feel like it's always a competition for, for who, not necessarily who's the smartest, but I do feel that, but also the idea of who's cert, more certain in their opinions. And I'm not, I'm just going to say how I feel whenever I want. And I think, I think that me saying how I feel triggers like, I don't know, like some kind of maybe jealousy. Do you think it's jealousy? I don't think it's jealousy. I think it's lack of control. Over my opinions? No, lack of... Lack of self-control on your part. On my say. part? Yeah. For what? For expression of opinions. But it's not... So you're angry or you're feeling a certain way about my lack of control over my opinions it's not yes but it's not a freedom of it's not like a freedom of speech thing it's more like be wary of your surroundings almost I, I'm not following be you want me to be wary of my surroundings yes it's more, it's, okay, I guess I'm thinking more behavioral, less of, I'm thinking less opinion, more behavioral, like sitting in a restaurant and being like, oh, fuck that, but then there's like kids and stuff around us, and I'm just like, I guess that, that's something that gets in my head, I'm like, dude, like, there's an old, there's a couple behind us, there's like kids to our right. And, okay, I understand that, but I've never felt 
and any sort of dissonance in those moments. Because mm-hmm. um, I, yeah, if, but, if I'm being but loud, that, that relates to like expression of opinion. How and saying like how you feel, however you feel, how and why. Because why are you angry about how I feel about things? See, and I'm not angry. I just feel why you feel conflicted. I feel conflicted about why I might feel angry about that. Because then it makes me feel like I'm not being a true friend by just letting you be you. Yeah. That's what that is, definitely. But what what is why? Why do you feel conflicted? Or not, why do you feel conflicted? Why is the other half you feeling angry? I guess because then it, it feels like my lack of control over of, me over the over everyone <laughs> which goes back to like the god complex of yeah definitely. that I've always had yeah yeah that's not healthy um and that's not beneficial for <laughs> a friendship because I don't want to have to worry about how Sam's going to think about what I'm saying right at all right um yeah i've felt that almost stronger this summer um just like stepping back a little bit this summer and really paying attention because i you are both of you guys are my best friends you're my only truly closest friends and so i was like there's an issue there what what am i doing wrong and if i am doing things wrong i mean you I mean, always let me know. For, I, yes. Do you feel like there's an issue with us? Because I personally haven't felt like this summer there has been an issue between us. After this incident or before? Or Both. the whole summer? Really? Um, honestly, I was kind of surprised in this incident. I mean, I, I could see where you were coming from, but I was also kind of surprised um, just kind of by it because that, that was also why I apologized at first because I saw where I, like, where I was kind of in the wrong of just like, yeah, you're right, you know, it should have been expressed here. This is a chat for that. And I could see where you were coming from, but I was also kind of surprised by it just because I kind of thought of it as it was between y'all. And because I know, I mean, like, obviously I've kind of just been not in the middle, but just like I've seen how sometimes y'all will go at it. Mm-hmm. But and I've never really felt that I was also in it. You know what I mean? I don't have any issue with you my one worry is that in these moments or or in times of dissonance i feel like i'm always on on my own with it and but i feel like like if we were to talk about it you'd be you'd agree you'd be like yeah no that's totally wrong but in these scenarios it's like i don't know i just feel i don't feel in these scenarios with all three of us or with... I guess. It, well, I don't know. I'm just worried because I think that you have a very, like, important ability to see both sides of, like, the scenario. Mm-hmm. But it feels weird to tell you about something that I don't feel necessarily comfortable with and you, like, fully agreeing with it. You okay. Know, like, if you have... If, if you, another side makes sense... I, I want that. You know, I want... Yeah. I mean... And I, it's just a worry. It wasn't like, okay. fuck Fritz. I'm just like, I don't yeah, know no. whether Fritz is trying to spare my feelings or if he... Okay. Yeah. I can definitely see that. And I never really think of it as that. Like, I feel like 
because I can see both sides, but I can also see, like I can see where there's the issues. I can also see how like y'all are good friends and we're all good friends. So I don't really see it as like just agreeing for agreeing sake. Mm-hmm. I see it more of like, I can definitely see where you're coming from and I do think that that should be addressed and obviously you should bring it up. Mm-hmm. But also like, I know, and I mean, I guess that's also me just kind of assuming other people's place of just like, I know that we'll all be good, that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I I do kind of have that assumption generally that like mm-hmm. we will be good. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I guess in those situations, that's why it can come, come across as me just agreeing um, when it's not so much about just agreeing, it's more just like agreeing with your just stating how you feel. Like just glad that you both like would state how you feel just to each other and to all of us so that we it can be resolved and looked at but also just having that thought that we'll be fine after mm. um so i do never mean to just agree just to agree to like make you feel better or anything it's truly just and it's not even that i'm like all right just be better like just yeah, be friends no, again no. Yeah. it's just like mm. i definitely understand because i can understand where both the y'all are coming from and I guess, yeah, I, I guess I do need to just... Well, what's your opinion on this whole thing? On this situation? Well, um, no, about like what we brought up. Because um, there's... There, I, feel I felt like... like yeah, yeah um, I felt like when, when I, just when I read through all the messages, um, I could see why, where you were coming from. That's why I apologized, because I can see how that was shitty. Um, and I could see my own fault in that. Um, but I was also kind of surprised because I had, was also under the impression that we had kind of talked about it and that you had already known that we were um, doing this. But it was coming from a place of I didn't look at it of like you thinking of it as out of spite. spite. Right. So I was just kind of surprised of like, oh, I had no idea that Dante felt this way. And it was Why just kind of shocking to me like yeah. that it was kind of – it seemed to me like an explosion. But yeah. now I yeah. completely see where you're coming from. Um, uh, and I do think that that is something that – should be addressed because I do feel like y'all do clash um, and there is this like air of competition sometimes and I do I did see it in that moment of like the questions Um, I could feel like this kind of like air of competition of like instead of it just being your answer it's like well whose answer is the answer like whose is the right answer yeah Um, and that does feel weird to me Um, Mm -hmm. and yeah it's also it's also hard to me because like I don't think y'all ever put me in the middle. It's never like that, but it's also just hard to, you know, be kind of on the outside, but also be a part of it. You know what I mean? Like, I see this air, and I guess, I mean, I guess I should be the one to be like, all right, y'all, come on. Yeah, well... But I'm also, I also sometimes don't feel like it's my place to be like, come on, Mm y'all. Because, like, it's obviously if you have an issue, I feel like you should be the one to address it. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. I think, and this might be, tell me if this is like a controlling thing, but I feel like it would be beneficial for your opinion. Because I think that we both get lost in our own justifications for why we're acting the way we're acting. Or at least for me, I can speak for me. I I get lost in like, well, he's doing it this way. I'm right. I'm right in this scenario. Fuck it. And I think it's important to get an outside, especially a best friend, who... Regardless if you have if you have like any 
serious opinions on anything. It's just nice to be able to hear here outside yeah, of my just, own mind. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I can definitely understand that. And yeah, I can definitely be more proactive and yeah, especially in the moment. Cause I feel like that's when it's most important. Like in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Kind definitely. of addressing it. So yeah. Okay. I understand where you come from then. I definitely do. And yeah, that is something that I'm working on of just like, I don't know, addressing things in the moment. Um, cause obviously like it is between y'all, but also like, I mean, not that it affects me, but you know what you I mean? You are. Like, no, yeah, you're it definitely is. Like, getting affected it has, by this. Like I'm not part of it. So yeah. no, definitely. I guess I should, I should more have the mindset of like, I am still a part of this instead of looking at it from like, this is y'all. I give you full reign to, cause I, that's, I just want to be able to know how people feel about me, you know, yeah. and without without having to do this backwards, undercut, right. behind, be, beat around the bush, kind of, I'm getting the idea of how, I don't like yeah. that bullshit. I don't and know. that's what set me off. And I feel like that was just almost expected. Like I was, I knew that something like this was going to happen because of how I stated how I felt about this podcast. I felt like, well, Sam's going to find a way to get me back somehow for some reason, because I've said my opinion. And I don't, I don't want to, I, I'm not here to compete with you. I don't have any uh-huh. reason to compete with you at all. We are on such separate paths. Right. Like there's, and I don't know, it's just, it is really frustrating to have a really close friend be somebody that I have to prove my own opinions to every day. I'm sorry I put everyone around me in that situation through my own insecurities but specifically you just because we're you know i only like ever clash with like you and my mom in this way i don't know why but i think it's important to really figure that out because it's it hurts it's like cutting me down it really is because like i go to you know i go to california and i'm like my boy's back home and then i'm like but i do have to go home and be like, all right, Sam thinks about this this way, so let me just try to figure out how I'm going to voice, what I'm going to say, how I'm going to say it, so that it's accepted. I And I don't need to go through that maze to right. say what, what's on my mind. Right. Especially me, Dante. Like, I want to be able to express how I'm feeling. Sorry, I did that thing with the podcast. Um, it's a thing I think about for myself, just with the whole complex of control. Sorry to make you feel that way. I'll actively try my best not to. Is there something that I need to do? Is, I mean, you know, what's... No, it's... No, it's just me... Because let's beeline this process. Let's figure this out. (laughs) It's really... I first time I talked about this the other day. Just like... I was just about to know. Blaming, blame... Or taking... Taking... Not blaming yourself, but taking ownership of everything. It's really just me wanting things to go the way I want them to go. Thought about it. I thought about how it would go. Yeah, no, I understand that. And I have, in everything in life, I have a hard time accepting other people's ways if it's not how I imagine them to be. Mm. That was also really productive the other day when we kind of talked, talked about it when you said that, like, you were thinking about how 
you let it affect you or just like right yeah that kind of it's thing. not i was telling you how it's not specifically dante it's just like how you let those certain things like right. really no i get that i definitely understand that the mind our mind is like our biggest enemy our own minds for real yeah i just don't and it's also hard to like give ideas yeah and be vulnerable yeah and i think that's a it's a pivotal point in creation mm-hmm. is to be able to be vulnerable and i feel it's it's just hard to do that and i don't want i want to be able to move past that i think it can be this could be all railroaded so easily it's it's important yeah. to talk about this stuff definitely I also just hope you know that I never intended for that to be like a behind your back or like a jab at you. No, I know. I, I believe I was that. truly just... I really appreciate you, Fritz, and the role that you play in my life and in our life. Um, you're always like... You're always somebody who's down. Always like the positive. Always... And I think that's important. I just want for you to... If you feel something off... Totally. Not to say that you weren't yeah. saying, you know, but totally. I just yeah. want, because I, I look up to you and your opinions as well as you. I look up to my friends. I love my friends. I, I want to hear what they have to say about things. Definitely. No, I feel like I can definitely be better at, in the moment, stating it yeah. instead of like it coming up later and then finally being like, okay, yeah, here. Yeah. Um, where? I yep. just, I, how can we prevent this from happening again? I don't want this to happen again. I don't need to, I'm not trying to put pressure. I'm just saying, right. like, what is, what's the first step? I feel like there is no real way to kind of make sure it doesn't happen again. I feel like it probably will, but we just need to constantly keep the awareness that, like, of this conversation, if that makes sense. Yeah. Just that, like, it may happen again, but we all know that we're actively, like, working on something to kind of prevent that. And if it does happen, that it's not intended to be I guess kind of like a jab if that makes sense like yeah. we're not actively trying to hurt any of us you know what I mean yeah if I can um, say one thing it, I think a lot of it has to do with I had friends I had friends in, at school the first semester of school this past year mm-hmm. and then this semester I, I didn't talk to anyone mm-hmm. so I was, everything was always going how I wanted to go and I come home and it, I guess just the adjustment period of going from living alone and having complete, almost complete control of my life there and what I do there. I had going from that to like coming home and being with my friends and being with my family, just getting used to that relationship again. Maybe that has something to do with it, why you felt it more this summer than you mm-hmm. have in the past, just because I had been completely alone in New York. Mm. But um, as far as preventing it, I think it's like a self some self-digging I have to do and things I need to just suck up and accept. And I don't want this to be a negative thing either. I mean, just the connotation of suck up. This is not, I don't want this to be like like a cage. I want this to be something that's like positive for all of us so we can really figure out. Because I know I wouldn't invest half the words that I've invested with any other group of friends and right. that that's a lot like i you guys are family mm-hmm. it's a fa- i love you guys and i just want us to 
just live cohesively. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. I'm glad we talked about it. Yeah. And I definitely look at it positively. I think this was a very positive thing. I think confrontation mm-hmm. and always discussing it is positive. Mm-hmm. Even if it's hard. And maybe I could find ways if like I'm saying something that I might think may seem like a jab, I could definitely be like, I didn't mean to offend or if you know, I could I could try my best to stop things at the source. I'm not gonna stop saying how I feel about things. Right. But I Absolutely. will definitely like, you know, preface it or like color it with wasn't trying to attack. And it's funny because like that's that's been something that's like following me for like most of my life. The idea of like people don't know how I feel about things or they can't like tell what how what I mean by what I'm saying or whatever bullshit. And I've had like multiple teach teachers even tell me like I have to explain what I meant by what I was saying in order to not get some kind of negative reaction or something. And I like, you know, I've been fighting against that cause that's bullshit. Like, why do I have to explain anything to anybody? Like I'm just here, but yeah, I guess it's important to just really go all out in terms of explanation in terms of like, that's insane to just like be that vulnerable and have to like, yeah, but yeah, I could definitely work on that more. I mean, I will speak on that just in a way that like, I don't feel like you have to explain yourself because I also feel like it's on my side, but for me, sometimes I have a hard time telling if you're joking in a certain situation. Like with yeah. the dumb thing, it was kind of hard to tell like yeah. if you were yeah. kidding or if you were serious. And I don't think you need to be like, that was a joke all the time. Because that's also me just being overly sensitive to that kind of thing. No, but it's important. But, yeah, to... I also just think it's like both of us can have that awareness more. Distinct, like, yeah. yeah. And I think I, I took our communication for granted. Definitely the idea of like, they know what I'm saying. They know what I mean. It's we're still growing. We're still learning. Yeah, right. I think yeah. It's just traits that we've been given at birth or whatever. Just traits we've had all our lives that we just have to work on to make working together cohesive, like you said. Yeah. So if that means me just being more accepting to everyone in life, and you, I guess, explaining yourself. Mm-hmm. Just to make your interactions, not just with us, but with everyone, more peaceful. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what it is. Just because this is something I've always gotten since. Yeah. Just like stories, even stories I don't even remember because I was so little. Don't yeah. my mom and tell me. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think I'm smarter than you. I don't think I'm smarter than you. Yeah. I don't think right. y'all are smarter than me. <laughs> like I think that we all have very incredible ways to process and think about things and they're so different yeah but i think the reason we're friends is because like the moments where the wires do cross and do connect in terms of our understanding of things they're explosive and like so rewarding like when we all find ways to connect Uh, and i think that's why we're such good friends because I think our connections happen more than most people yeah Um, so yeah I don't I don't want to compete yeah at all 
The nodding is in agreement with you. I'm nodding too. <laughs> I will nod as well. <laughs> well, I do need to go pick up my mom, but I think this whole thing was productive. Yeah, I definitely do too. Um, yeah, I'm glad we talked it out. Always feels good to just get it off, get off your chest. Yeah, deep breath. Because I know I was shaking throughout that whole thing. Yeah, no, I definitely, I also had the same idea of, like, there was still something there that just needed, like, addressing. Yeah, Yeah, of course. It's all obvious. Yeah. Especially because we're such good friends. We always know, like. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and I, I will say I do have trouble justifying reasons to initiate conversation Mm. uh when something i feel is done wrong to me i do have trouble with that i I do too because like because there there's a point where like you you hurt me i tell you how i felt about you hurt me but also (laughs) like it's not my job yeah like i don't need to but that's my own justifications and stuff and so i'm still trying to figure out that fine line between like when it's really my point to come at yeah. you or you know so i don't know i feel so that. i do apologize for like the length of time it took no i mean it's i also struggle with something similar of just like in the moment instead of like letting it sit and simmer and build up till then addressing it once it's like really a problem if i just address it in the moment it could have been solved and yeah. not an issue instead of letting it sit and build to the point that it's like a thing yeah that's something that i'm working on so i i definitely feel you that way. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Alright, I guess we'll stop it there. Yeah. Well I'm Dante. This is Fritz. And I'm Samuel. And we're we are Houston Savage Podcast. This is also my coming out. Episode six. Dante Rossi's gay. I like men. In my butt!